BBC Gardener's World Autumn Fair is back at English Heritage's Audley End House and Garden near Saffron Walden in Essex from Friday the 1st to Sunday the 3rd of September. Joining me to look ahead to the show is BBC Gardener's World presenter Arit Anderson. Arit, how lovely to catch up with you again. You're looking forward to autumn? Oh, I, do you know what, Steve? I don't want to kind of race past summer. I don't, you know, that would be rude. Yeah. But summer, um, autumn is a lovely time. It really is because it's just that little time of year, especially like early September, the children are trotting back to school and all of a sudden, you know, you kind of um, feel like there's just that turn of light as well. Mm. And it's, it's a great time of year. It's, and, you know, all of the sort of high zenith of summer, you can kind of see the light handing over. It's all good. Yeah, and wherever you look, it, it sort of looks like an oil painting, doesn't it? Because of all the colours and the golden colours and the leaves and everything. It's just magical. Oh, it is. It is. Because I think there's, there's something, you know, there's something about autumn that everything kind of has a sort of that sort of almost stillness at certain. You get some beautiful days where it's almost really like, say, still and painterly before you know that the coming winds and hurricanes and whatever else comes down <laughs> in winter. So I kind of like that sort of still moment and that light, lovely, soft light that you start to get coming through. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, now, you're going to be appearing on the BBC Gardener's World magazine stage, along with uh, others of your colleagues, Francis Topphill, Adam Frost is there. I know you're in conversation with Chris Bavin at, at one yep. point. But a topic that I know is going to crop up and something that uh, that I know you've been thinking about is the idea that people need to watch the pennies when they're gardening now um, and be a bit thrifty. What, what sort of hints and tips could you give them to help them along their way? Well, I, I think, you know, with gardening, it is um, it can be an expensive business. You know, <laughs> I, I know that myself from you know, <laughs> buying plants all the time and uh, all your little gizmos and things like that. But, yeah, you know, times are tough. And also as well in the spirit of um, making sure that we can reuse and recycle where we can. So I guess with our plants, um, it's good time of year autumn um we'll be coming to that sort of time of year where plants can be divided um certain perennials uh you know sort of the division can be happening obviously uh, check the plants you've got um and that always gives you free plants which is great um taking seed as well for many of your plants if they've gone to seed is is also a way of being able to save money with regards to plants and obviously sharing the love with neighbours because it could also be the fact that you've had some seeds um from you know earlier on in the season or um that you can do uh, seed swaps which are really good uh, fun to be able to do mm -hmm. so it, it's a little bit more planning but it can definitely save you money in the long run on terms of that, yeah. Hmm. Lots of people um, are now turning to the idea of growing their own food, growing their own veg and, and salad leaves and things like this, and the sort of plot-to-plate um, uh, idea is is really, forgive the pun, taken root, hasn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, I, you, you like this as well, don't you? You're very much into this. Well, I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's an area where people like the idea that they can do their little bit uh, for the planet, you know, saving food waste, that type of thing, to kind of grow a little bit on your own. I don't have a very big plot at all. And, you know, being darting in and out, it's quite difficult at times to look after lots of um, fruit and veg. However, we've just got, I've just planted up my uh, little seedlings of my uh, cut and come again lettuces. Um, so that type of thing's good and encouraging the children to be able to go out and pick that. 
Freya loved it that she could go and get her because she likes cucumbers. So we've got these little baby cucumbers that she had her first one not so long ago. So things like that, it doesn't, you know, I, I think people sometimes get overwhelmed with the fact that, oh, I don't have a, um, a, you know, a whole allotment. And you really don't need an allotment. It's growing one thing, two things, three things that you really like. It could be herbs. Herbs are obviously very good to be able to grow in containers. Um, and that is all part of plot to play. So go small or go big depending on your space and your skill but anything that you can literally go into your garden grab I've I've been trying to uh, just grow my own what I call my own tea <laughs> they, going into the garden with a hot cup of water and go right there we go a couple of uh, mint leaves can go in there or a little bit of lemon balm mm. and, and I've got my own cup of tea in my back garden. Sounds brilliant. I remember years ago doing potatoes in bags. Yep. Which is which is great fun as well because you know within an hour of taking them out of the bag and harvesting them, they're boiled, they're slathered in butter, and you've got a big smile on your face. Do they taste different? If you grow your own, does it genuinely taste differently? <laughs> I think it does. I think I think it does. I, I, the, the whole point is that you know you've known what's been in the soil. Hopefully, you've not sprayed it at all and used any sort of um, pesticides. And it, you can't get fresher, really. And um, things, the, the very evocative things like tomatoes. Everybody swears by the tomatoes tasting much better, and you know carrots tasting much better because you've grown them and nurtured them yourself. They've not been forced. They've not been subject to lots and lots of nasty chemicals. Mm. Definitely, they taste better. Mm. You mentioned chemicals and pesticides and things like this. And, and during the, the summer, there was a lot of chat amongst gardeners about this idea of um, embracing some of the, uh, the you might call them pests in the garden, like slugs and snails and things like this, and they should be more part of a, a wilder garden. Where, where do you sit on this one, Eric? No, I do sit on the fact that you have to be a lot more forgiving within your, your garden space. Mm. You know, taking up a plot of land and then saying that nothing else is invited other than yourself is, is a little bit rude um i think and it is you know and, and and i'll be honest you know it is annoying i came out you know the other day and to find one of my lovely dailies which have been pushing on so well pretty well munched and it is incredibly frustrating but i've put out dinner that, that, the, that the slugs and snails love that's mm. my fault isn't it really <laughs> so um there is there is a little bit more embracing and and having sacrificial plants i mean the the, the couple that have, that have been munched um you know that they've really gone for equally i've got others that are pushing on and are great mm. so I, I've, I've, I've still got plants in the garden and i think we have got a, a biodiversity uh, sorry a biodiversity crisis on our hands mm. and i don't think people really want to be um adding it into the, the issues that we've got and our gardens can be really really um special places we need our gardens to support the biodiversity loss that's happening across the rest of the country and yeah, I love the idea that gardeners can be really part of a of a solution and not not creating into the issue. Mm, absolutely. The dates for your diary are Friday the 1st to Sunday the 3rd of September for BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair at Audley End House near Saffron Walden in Essex. Lots of information on the website bbcgardenersworldfair.com, particularly who you can see there, what's happening and, of course, how you can buy tickets.
Um, autumn is is one of those periods, Arit, when we start to plan for the year ahead, uh, isn't it? So, uh, what will be going on in in your garden, and what should should other gardeners be doing in the autumn to prepare for winter? Well, they if you if you want your spring uh, bulbs, you know, if you want your spring um, flowering, that definitely needs to be planned now. Um, deciding which bulbs you want, you know, whether it's your tulips, your daffs, um, that type of thing, and really sort of sitting down with a good cup of tea or if you'd like to have a glass of wine I'm not going to judge you <laughs> on that either or get the magazines out you know go online whatever it is you do and plan those out and get them bought now of course planting them in is going to be another task you need to ring fence in your diary keep an eye on the weather um certainly things like tulips that like to have a colder snap um um ahead of them so again we've had sometimes mild um uh, winters so they can kind of go in a little bit later but definitely your spring needs to be um, looked at I will be looking at gaps in the border um, that I've got a few definitely that things that haven't worked and um, starting to think about what I'm going to plant in them those little gaps which is going to be def definitely another job and this year as well keeping ahead of um, mulching um, really important um, once that soil um, has had its winter oh sorry once the soil's had its lots of rain on it mm. it's a great time then to lock in all that moisture with a really good mulch and also as well helps to kind of put nutrient and um, get the little wormies and all the other back beneficial bacteria um, conditioning your soil mm. so a good mulch across the the winter autumn winter seasons is going to be something to something to do lots uh, of other things going on at the show as uh, well we've got plant expert tours uh, at audley end and workshops there's a couple of great ones there's mushroom growing uh, and uh, creating your own dahlia bouquet sounds good and on the the um the expert tours the organic kitchen garden at audley end is quite spectacular isn't it oh yeah now i I think I only really briefly got to go in there last time. I, I really want to make more time to go in there because everybody says how amazing, amazing, amazing it is. So if there's time to carve in your day, I, I would definitely recommend doing that because I didn't get enough time in there last time <laughs> in amongst all the talk. So, also yeah. lots of opportunity to buy uh, plants. And I always imagine that your garden is full and there's no room for anything. But will you be looking for something specific at the show? Um, well, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I need to sort of do a little gap analysis. <laughs> so I've been a bit, um, I, I was sort of doing some replanting in the garden. I've been sort of working on um, some of my containers and things. But in the borders, I've been pushing things a little bit to sort of say, will that work in there? And guess what? It hasn't worked, Steve. So um, <laughs> I, I will need to go through and, uh, and and have a little look. So, I'll, And also it's quite nice as well to kind of go um, to these shows and speak to the nurseries, uh, uh, talk to them about areas that you've got in your garden, whether it's gaps or problem areas and, or things that you want to kind of really sort of um, bring on. And, and they're full of advice as well they, and, and any new plants that they've got so it's always great to go and chat to the nurseries mm, absolutely bbc gardeners world autumn fair at audley and house near saffron walden in essex friday the first to sunday the third of september are the important dates for your diary lots of information on the website at bbcgardenersworldfair.com uh, arit as always a real pleasure to catch up with you and um, just finally i mean many people will know that you're 
background has been in some quite dynamic industries like fashion and, and creative events. How much of of that experience do you bring to the way you plan the look of your gardens? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I, I like... Um, this anaesthetic, I'm, uh, obviously, I rock a good frock, Steve, it's been said. <laughs> um, so that bit has come and stayed with me. And I think that translates its way into how the colour palette um, will be put together, how different textures will be put together and layering. I mean, when you're um, doing fashion, you have to kind of make sure you've got your blouse and then you've got what cardio sweatshirt you're going to wear or sweater that you've got and you've got to have your bottoms for your trousers. Well, it, in the garden that will translate to your ground cover or you know what um what sort of structure do you want to be in I always think of things like shrubs and trees as a sort of coats of the of the, of the uh, wardrobe mm. they're the things that don't change all the time you know they're, they're, they're the kind of like the staples in your in your um wardrobe or your coats and your jackets and your suits but in your garden it's your trees and your shrubs uh, layer and then of course you can update your look with your annuals uh, the high fashion pieces um, to give a different change and then of course the perennials are there sort of acting as a sort of backdrop and a staple wardrobe a favorite t-shirt a favorite sweatshirt your perennials are a bit like that what a fantastic analogy <laughs> i love that <laughs> arit as always a real pleasure to catch up with you enjoy the show Oh, thanks so much. Take care, Sue. That was lovely, Eric. Thank you. Are you happy? I think so, yeah. I think I waffled a couple of bits. I hope that they were okay. Uh, no, you were perfect as always, and I really appreciate it because you make my job so easy. Thank you so much. Oh, bless you, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. So when, that's good. When, where will that go out? Uh, that's a good question. I'll have to um, ask uh, Matt, who will now um, do the edit on it, to let Safra know when and where it's going, and oh, then she can let fine. you know. It's just no, it's fine because I actually, um, uh, if it's going, if it's going to hopefully go to a couple, multiple channels, would be great. Yeah. No, it's just that we've been. I'd I've been asked one uh, by Safra to do a, a podcast, and I, to be honest, I said I'd really rather do the radios hmm. um, slots because I think that they are that they get a better reach. And I just want to support local radio, and um, and I think that that you know that they get their their snappier. They get there, whereas with, with somebody on a podcast, you're waiting if people decide to download. Yeah, fine, uh, absolutely. Um, what I'll do is I'll mention it to um, Mask and Matt, Mask Matt, uh, and ask him to uh, to let Safra know, and then she can ping some info to you. Excellent, fantastic. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Um, bye.